What is up, Jeff? How you doing? Back I'm, with another episode of Real Talk. I'm good, man. How are you? You know, NBA playoffs are finally here. Been watching as much regular season as I can, but we all know even even if you love the NBA, the regular season pales in comparison to playoff basketball. It's a totally different game. Very excited to get things kicked off tonight. Yeah, we haven't talked a whole lot of NBA. You know, obviously we've we touched on a few different topics and stuff like that, but it's been a while. But I always enjoy talking basketball for whatever reason. Maybe it's because we don't talk it enough, or maybe because it's just I like it, which I do. But uh, well, we're we're here to talk in playing tournament, and uh, they kick off tonight at six thirty. You're gonna have the Indianapolis Indiana Indiana Pacers, sorry, at the Charlotte Hornets, six thirty TNT. Uh, that's the first of the East games. The second game will be right after at Boston versus Washington on TNT. So obviously if the Indiana Charlotte game runs over Boston, Washington will probably be delayed a little bit, but it's the nine ten matchup first. Indiana, Charlotte, who do you got here? Breaking news. I don't know if you've seen this earlier today. I know you're at work. Karis Levert is out. So the best player for the Pacers questionably may him or Sabanis. Uh, Lavert is out. Lavert's been huge since picking him up since he's come back from injury. Um, honestly, even if they did have Karis Lavert, I really like what the Hornets have done. Um, I really like everything that Lamelo's doing over there as, as the Rookie of the Year. I think he should be. He should win it. Um, I just think they're a little bit more explosive on offense. Uh, Sabonis should have some success against the Charlotte team. But unfortunately, now that, you know, Levert is out, I don't think they have enough offense here. I like Charlotte to take this game and move on to the second round. By the way, ladies and gents, um, the playing tournaments new this year, it's pretty simple um, when you really break it down. The 9 versus 10 will play one game. The winner advances. The 7 versus 8 seed plays one game. Winner advances. However, the loser of the 7-8 will play the winner of the 9-10 for the final spot in the playoffs. It will be six total games, three from the East, three from the West. They all take place this week. Um, But I have Charlotte. What do you think? You know, I liked Indiana with Karis LeVert. But I think part of the reason that Charlotte's the 10th seed and not the 9th seed is just because they lost LaMelo for several weeks. uh, Hayward's been out with injury at points. Um, I like Charlotte here with a depleted Indiana roster. But the one thing about Indiana is they've, and this has been going on for several years now, they play really hard. So it would not shock me in the slightest for a well-coached, hard-nosed Indiana team to beat Charlotte. But at the same token, I just like what Charlotte has brought to the table. So I'm actually with you here. I'm taking Charlotte as well. And uh, I think ultimately that's the... I don't know. I just like them to move on there. Yeah, like, Gordon Hayward. I don't know if that's a smart pick, but I like it. Gordon Hayward's, I think, still a really good player in the league. And uh, Miles Bridges has played really well alongside Rozier. Lamelo. Rozier's yeah. been great. So I, I just think they're a little bit deeper of a team. And it's a real unfortunate timing for the injury of Levert for the Pacers. Yeah. Uh, right after that, seven eight seed so the winner of this game will be the seventh seed in the playoffs and they will play brooklyn okay um that's boston versus washington 
9 o'clock. Who do you have in this one? I think it's going to be really fun to see Kyrie and Harden versus Beal and Westbrook in the backcourt after Washington beats the Celtics tonight. Um, there hasn't been enough consistent play out of Kemba Walker. Um, Marcus Smart's been in and out of the lineup. You know, unfortunately, Jalen Brown with the ligament damage in the wrist is gone for the year. I just think the, that Washington's going to outscore him tonight. I do think this is going to be a shootout. I don't think there's going to be a ton of great defensive plays. But um, I think Boston falls short this game. I'm not going to rule them out of the next round. But I like Washington to, to win this game. I think they've been a more relatively consistent team over the last two weeks going into this game. I like the Washington Wizards. I thought we were going to differ here, but we're not. I actually also am going with the Washington Wizards. I thought we were going to differ as well. I I really think that Russell Westbrook really wants to play Kevin Durant. And people can knock him all they want. But when Westbrook doesn't score a lot and just tries to get the triple-double and gets his, his assists, and he's been having like 15 assist games like it's his job, they're actually pretty good. They score the basketball. And Boston, on the other hand, hasn't been good. I think they've lost six of their – they've only won six of their last 14 games or something like that. Not not good. Yeah, or yeah. six of 19 games, something crazy. I don't, I don't think the Celtics have a ton to deal with Russell Westbrook driving to the hoop. We always talk about how they're relatively small. Um, if Russell Westbrook can get to the hoop, I think he gets a triple-double. And people can say what they want about him having a lot of turnovers or whatnot. But, you know, credit to Daniel Shamo. I want to make sure I pronounced that rest, last you night. Did. You know, you, you, mentioned, you mentioned on the Facebook page, when he's got a triple-double, 138 wins, 46 losses, that's a 75% win rate. I think Russ does have a triple-double tonight. Bradley Beal can drop 50, you know, 40 any night. He can just turn it on. I just I just think Boston's a little they're going to be one of the biggest teams in the question like with questions around them in the offseason you know is the coach leaving does is this the year they split up some of their stars you know try and restructure the team I don't think Boston has a very good outing in the playoffs and we'll get to them later but stick into this game I like Washington yeah, I also agree. I, I like what Washington's doing here. I think Bradley Beal, who though is banged up, I think will do enough. And him and Russ is just—it's just, just going to be too much for for what Boston is. And um, it's a, and it sucks because it's a team I actually think I predicted to finish third or fourth in the division or the conference. Yeah, we, I mean, we differed. we differed on that a little bit. You were higher on them, yeah. but I just want to look to uh, you said Russ playing against Kevin Durant. I think you'd like playing against James Harden too. There's a that, lot of there's obviously a lot of that too. Story yeah. Lines. A yeah. lot of fun storylines, but a- anytime, anytime you can watch a game, let alone a series, and it has three or more all stars in it, this one would consist of Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Blake Griffin, and then you get Bradley Beal and Russell. It's a freaking all star game on the court. I I'm praying for that. Um, I've seen enough of Boston and they're not good enough to make a run. Why not give Russell Westbrook this storyline? I love this. I'm, I'm rolling with the Washington wizards. Yes, I, I, I too. So we're in agreement. So we're not, we don't have to separate too much here. So it's pretty easy. That game would then, so Washington would move on to the seven. The eight C would be on the line here and it would be Boston against the Charlotte Hornets. 
I'm going to start off because I feel like we're going the same place here. Boston's not going to make the playoffs. Boston's not going to make the playoffs. They're going to fall out, and Charlotte's going to move in there. Unless Tatum does something absolutely bonkers. You you read my mind. I just wanted to say there is one X factor here. Jason Tatum does have a game with 60 this year, and he's got no one to take the ball from him. Jason Tatum is the king of the court. And, you know, remember a few years back, I believe it was maybe the end of his rookie year when they played LeBron in the Cavs in the postseason. And they took him like six or seven, I think it was all seven games. And Tatum kind of was like, is this the arrival of him? Tatum's played well in the playoffs. And, you know, I don't want to sleep on the fact that he doesn't have to share the ball with Brown. You know, Kemba doesn't have to work the ball. Jason Tatum's going to get shots when he wants shots and put up shots. And when he catches fire, he can score with the best of them. So I'm looking for Tatum to prove me wrong here. But if Tatum has an okay or a B, B plus game, it won't be enough for the Celtics to make the playoffs this year. Wow, we are shockingly That's agreeing crazy. all the way through so far. I thought I was going to have to fight you tooth and nail against no, the No, no, we're actually we're matching up here. And if if this does if this does come true, you know, there's a lot of skepticism on the playing tournament. You know, top eight should just make it; they're the clear best. If that happens, we have a seven seed missing the playoffs and a 10 seed entering the playoffs. I think that would make for good storylines. Also, you know, maybe I'll ask you this question because, you know, I, I don't know. It's a shortened season. Is the is the play-in tournament because of the shortened season post-COVID coming into out of COVID-ish? Or is this something they're looking at permanently having in the NBA going forward? I actually don't know. I don't but, um, believe it's on the docket for next year, but I think it's it, it would be fun be, to talk about. It would easily be added, easily be added. But they did do this just like they did last year, the bubble, the play in bubble, which the, I believe was only bu- two teams last year. Yeah, the bubble, um, the way they did it was it was just two teams. It was the eight and the nine. They played a, ma- a series of three. Yeah, best but the three. AC just had to win one game. The nine seed would have had to win two in a row, but this is a little bit different. Yeah. It's fun so though. It, it is. And honestly, it's, it's got March madness feel to it. One game. It's one game. So we really should see some blockbusters tonight and tomorrow. Um, speaking of tomorrow, we're going to have in game three of this Memphis versus San Antonio. Memphis will host San Antonio at seven thirty on ESPN. Uh, we'll see where you go here, but I'm taking Memphis. I like what I'm seeing out of John Morant. I don't love San Antonio. I think they're an extremely weak team. Um, I'm shocked they got to the 10 seed this year. I thought they were going to be worse than that. I thought the Pelicans would probably be better than they were, but, uh, I like Memphis to take over San Antonio and move on. Yeah. This game would have been much more fun if it was New Orleans, New Orleans Pelicans versus the Memphis Grizzlies. However, I'm not high on either of these teams. I just feel that Memphis is too dependent on one player, that being John Morant, and he's amazing. But I'd like to give the play-in game to Greg Popovich as a coach. I don't think one guy is going to be able to beat a Greg Popovich coach team. I think they'll do enough to slow down and stop Morant by any means necessary. Um, I like the Spurs to go forward here. But I believe no matter where you or I go, the West is going to be a little bit more boring in terms of the people we have making the playoffs. But um, 
It'll be fun to see them go through. You have Memphis. I have San Antonio. DeMar DeRozan. I still I still like him as a player. Greg Popovich is the coach. I'm going to go with the Spurs. Okay, we differ there. Game four, 10 o'clock on ESPN. This one's going to come after right after the uh, the Memphis-San Antonio game. It's the Lakers hosting Golden State. Um, we're talking three years ago. This was an NBA Finals matchup with LeBron versus Curry. Um, obviously, different circumstances now. LeBron's with the Lakers, and, and Curry doesn't have Clay or KD, but still fun. Lots of fireworks in this game. Uh, you can make the argument both ways that it's a mismatch game. These teams are not alike at all. Um, I, I think some people are going to argue that the Lakers are a mismatch for Golden State because of their size. I think other people could argue that Golden State's a mismatch because they play small ball and you can't defend it. Um, I'm interested to see where you're going here. Um, Lakers, Warriors, 10 o'clock Eastern time. Um, if you've got to be up for work before 9 a.m., just don't even bother watching this game. Lakers by 10+. plus. Um, I truly believe Curry could score 45 points and they would still lose by 10 plus. I think the Lakers are way too big. They're going to be able to get, they're going to dominate in rebounds. They're going to dominate in second chance points. And they're also probably going to have many more free throws than the Warriors. This game is going to be too slow for what the Warriors like to do. Uh, Wiggins, Oubre, way too inconsistent. Wiseman's hurt. Um, Drummond, LeBron. Anthony Davis, KCP, Kuzma. They're just too big, I think, for this game. Um, I've got the Lakers. That's no disrespect to what the Warriors have done. Curry's been amazing, but it's postseason. It's the Lakers. We know that the Lakers aren't a seven seed. They should be way higher. They were injured all season. And the Warriors, they fought tooth and nail to achieve the eight seed. Their differences will be shown, in my opinion. Still love watching Steph Curry, but I don't think this game will live up to the hype that it looks like at the 7-8. I've got the Lakers winning by 10+. plus. I think this is a closer game than that. I think this is an extremely fun game. Um, whoever, you know, the funny thing about this is like, so LeBron James said that we need to fire the play-in person. Yet, this is what the play-in person, like, wanted. <laughs> he yeah. wanted he wanted a matchup like LeBron versus Curry. I mean, I don't think anybody Even thought the they were getting that. Washington one. That's fun. Yeah, that's a good that matchup. A, that is a good matchup. So, I think the Lakers win this one for many of the reasons that you pointed out. I think that the Lakers can do several things with with their bigs. They got Gasol. They have Drummond. They have Davis. They can really move in and out. If Drummond's if Drummond's a bad matchup and isn't able to step out, they can bring in Gasol. Or they can just play LeBron down low at the four and move Davis to the five, and they can get small. So they can do the things that I don't think the Warriors can do. The Warriors can't get big. The Lakers can get small. Lakers take it. But I, I think Curry's huge in this game, and uh, it'll be fun for four quarters. That's why I, I a little disagree that it's going to be 10-plus. But 10-plus can turn a game like that. So Right. Uh, we differ here. So you got San Antonio versus Golden State. That mm -hmm. will be that game will be uh Friday. Who you got? Uh, like I said, Greg Popovich is good enough coach to stop a one man team. But um, this is Steph Curry. I'm not gonna go against Steph Curry. 
um, playoff, you know, last chance to make the playoff. This is partially for his legacy. You know, can he carry a team by himself? I think it's been answered for most, yes. You know, coming into the season, can he do it? There's no way this team has any business even being at the eight spot without Curry. Um, Colin Coward pointed out when Curry's on the floor this year, they're a top 10 offense. When Curry's not on the floor, they're 2-11, and 11, and they're the worst offensive team statistically in the last five seasons. So that's an incredible jump by only one guy. Um, I, I really like Golden State because I just – I'm not going to bet against Curry with a team I think that isn't as good. So if we have two teams that both I don't feel are good, one has Steph Curry, I'm going to go with them. Yeah, I uh, so I got Memphis versus Golden State here. And That'd I really fun. like I like what John Morant can do, but it ain't enough. Curry. It was actually, wasn't it just last week? It was to secure, or no, it was a couple of days ago, just to secure like the eight seed. Ago. They played each other as Curry and Curry, Curry went for 46. Just. I think he took a career high 22 three pointers, too, in the game. And he's allowed to. He's no allowed to. And uh, he was pulling them up from literally everywhere, and he's hitting them from everywhere. Unfortunately, the thing is, I could be very, and both of us could be wrong that Golden State loses to the Lakers. Curry could explode in that game. But if he does it in that one, he will most definitely explode in the second one. He's getting his team to the eighth seed no matter what, however it's done. Um, fight, tooth, nail, whatever he's got to do. He's going to get there. So as it sits right now, both of us have Utah versus Golden State. Do you think Golden State can give Utah a run? I don't. Utah is so deep, so good. They've really started the season hot, and they've they've just rolled all year. Um, I think Utah, like you said, Curry going off gives them a chance to win, and that's the only way they can win. Utah has three, four, five different ways in a game that they can win. Big, small, outside, inside. They have a defensive player of the year candidate down low in the rim, and no one's there to really compete with them. Um, I think Utah would overwhelm the Warriors. Although, if the Warriors beat the Lakers and then the Lakers win the second game and it's Lakers-Jazz, that would be an intensely fun matchup. But um, I, I think the Utah Jazz, I don't even I don't even think I'd give Curry one game. I think the Utah Jazz would sweep the Warriors. I'd give Curry one, but I think Utah is just too much. Much for the same Curry. reason that I just said about the Lakers. Wash Golden State just can't get big, <clears throat> and Utah has size. They have Gobert, and uh, they just don't have. I think it's a bad matchup all around. I think Utah is good enough to to beat Golden State, and probably pretty handily, probably four one. If Curry goes absolutely nuts, he might get a second game, but I can't see them getting three. Uh, we also have the Lakers matching up against Phoenix there. Um. Don't know where you sit on this, but I think this is an absolute nightmare for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, a yeah. team a team that literally went from pretty much abysmal for four or five years to getting CP3 and being considered a, a threat in the West. Uh, spoiler alert. If the Lakers get to the seventh seed, they're sweeping the Suns. Um, I have it 4-1. Lakers opposite, you know, I'm going to give them a game, but um, it'll be fun to see LeBron versus Chris Paul, but 
Suns were still fighting for a one seed, and they had a chance to make the Lakers lose, you know, so maybe they wouldn't have to see them if they won in the first round. And Anthony Davis goes for 42-12-5, does whatever he wants to DeAndre Ayton, and um, they bury the Suns. DeAndre Ayton played 33 minutes, had 6.6 boards. I mean, he was a no-show, and Anthony Davis demolished him. Andre Drummond again had 10 boards. No LeBron. What's up? 4-0. It's going to be a sweep. Uh, um, The Phoenix Suns have been a good team. Chris Paul hasn't had the success in the playoffs. Devin Booker can explode on the offensive end. But I could also see them being up 2-0 or 3-0 and potentially resting an Anthony Davis or LeBron or minutes restrictions, or maybe they just naturally get hurt. So health is always going to be an issue for the Lakers, but without LeBron James, I mean, Anthony Davis and LeBron don't sacrifice anything in their game when the other one's on the floor. They get what they want whenever they want. And Anthony Davis, I mean, there was nobody even put roadblocks up. He was just running down an open road against them. I think the Lakers would win pretty big. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Shifting back over to the East, we have the Washington Wizards getting the final, I'm sorry, the seventh seed. We talked about this being pretty much an all-star game on the court. Wizards, Brooklyn, or Brooklyn don't play any defense. Can the Wizards upset them? Neither team from the playing tournament has a chance in the second round. Both Brooklyn and 76ers roll. I, I don't even care who they play. You could take any one of those four teams from the play-in tournament and put any of them against the 76ers or the Nets, and I wouldn't give them a game. They might get one. I I wouldn't know how, but this is where someone would say the play-in tournament doesn't matter because the 76ers or Brooklyn, they're mopping them up. So we can start there, Washington versus Brooklyn. No, they don't get a game unless injuries, which we don't predict those on on here. So. You Even if it's just Durant and Kyrie, because I don't know where Harden's at with his hamstring, even if it's just those two, forget about it. Brooklyn's got way too – they are nuclear offensively, and both Boston and Washington are not good defensively. So yeah, this is not a team that will test the Nets. Okay. Uh, we both had Charlotte going up against Philly. You pretty much already said it. I think that's an extremely fun series, but it's an extremely fun 4-0 sweep. I agree with you. I don't yeah. I don't think that's I I disagree. I think Washington would get a game potentially two against the Nets cuz they do not play defense. They don't. And if Bradley Beal's getting 45 and Russ is going for a high triple-double and all of a sudden Kyrie's off for the night, there's a there's a chance. The other series though, I just don't think First off, Philadelphia, and I, you may have called this to be preseason. I had 76ers Lakers in the finals. 76ers are a dominant team. This is the best 76er team, um, definitely under Joel Embiid, 100%. It's not close. This is a very good, very good basketball team. I, I, I said it before the season. Under Doc Rivers, Tobias Harris is a completely different player. Yeah. Ben Simmons has been playing lights out even without shooting the three. But where they get the three ball is Seth Curry and Danny Green. They have all the role players. 
And forgive me if I missed one, but if you were to say best centers in the game, you'd say Embiid, Jokic, Gobert, Drummond, or Anthony Davis, maybe. Uh, again, maybe Porzingis, but they're all in the West. Embiid's all alone. There's no center that can even touch him. Giannis so is the only big, it, and he's a power forward. Correct. So I, I just think there's other ways to beat them, sure. But I already have money on it. I'm not going to tell anybody else to. But I believe the 76ers come out of the East, and I've said it before the year, and there's no reason for me to waver. That's a little bit far ahead than what we're saying right now. But the Charlotte Hornets would not beat Philadelphia, and Philadelphia is a monster defensive team as well. And, you know, there's less called plays or fouls in the playoffs. I really like the 76ers. Again, no team from the playing tournament, no matter how it shakes out, has a chance against Brooklyn or Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, we got some time here. You want to go over the rest of the matchups? Yeah, we can briefly touch on them. I'm, I'm here for it. Okay. Uh, let's stay in the East since we're we're – we're both feeling Philadelphia and Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Knicks and Hawks. I think this is a fun series because of what Bogdanovich has been able to do with the Hawks, and he's really starting to turn it on. Trey Young's been great. Um, the Knicks, though. They're fun. Yeah, nobody called this. I mean, this just came out of left field. I mean, they no had one a saw Julius Randle's season coming. No. Well, Randle's been a trans- good player. Randle's yeah. been a good player. He's been he a great been what he player this year. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's been, been a great player. Unbelievable. And that Derek Rose trade, like you were about to mention, yeah, like, Derek paid Rose off. Paid off, and RJ Barrett's been good. Where are you going here? Knicks winning a playoff series. Uh, um, Knicks are winning a playoff series. Okay. I, I think this will. This was the only team in the East out of the top six that they could have matched up with that I would have thought they would have won. I wouldn't have taken them against Philly, Brooklyn, uh, Milwaukee. Um, maybe the Heat. We'll get to that later. But I think they match up well against the Hawks. But I think this is one from, if you haven't really watched the regular season or, you know, you're just a playoff watcher, you look at the 4-5 or five and you're like, Knicks, Hawks, like, it's just because of the East. That series is going to suck. I think I think we could look back at the first round of the playoffs and that can be one of the closest. I actually see seven games written all over this one. I think it's going to be a battle. I think it's going to be really fun from the neutral perspective to watch this game. I've got the Knicks coming out on top, though. I wish I would have looked at my predictions before the season started. I knew I had the Hawks somewhere between the 5, 6, 7 range. I know I didn't have them at the 8 seed. Um, I liked what Trey Young was going to be able to do this year. Um, Obviously, they added Bogdanovich during the season, and that's been huge. Um, Atlanta will make this fun, but the Knicks are winning the series, I think. And I think it's probably in six. Um, could definitely go seven. My prediction is probably six. I just think the Knicks are just too much defensively for Atlanta. Atlanta doesn't play a lot of defense. They're really high scoring. They hit a lot of threes. Well, if someone's up in your face, you can't be hitting threes. So we'll see. We'll go down to the three-six. This was a rematch from last year's Eastern Conference Finals, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Bucks. Bucks. Heat. Three-six. Um, Bucks will host the Heat. I think this is a scary matchup for the Bucks. Really scary matchup because I think that the Heat 
they're one of those teams, and again, I wish I would have went back and listened to our prediction episode. I remember saying that the Heat would probably struggle. I think we both had them at five or six. I think we both had them there. But um, we knew they'd be yeah. a threat long term. Yeah, they they were basically a team that said, we're going to get to the playoffs. We don't care where we're seated. And then we're going to try and turn it on again like we did in the bubble. They were never going to be a regular season team. Tyler Harrow, can he recreate that magic? Um, I'll let you give your game pick first, though, on who you think wins. Oh, boy. And you better not say the Heat. We're watching the series together live, then, if you're taking the Heat. Because Bucks not, are beating I'm them. Not, I'm not taking the Heat, but this is a fun series. It's definitely going seven. You just said five? I think the Bucks dismantle the Heat. This is the I best like the Bucks team we've seen, just like it's been the best Sixers team. This is the best Bucks team, yes. which is weird because they're the three seed. And they've been the one seed, I think, twice already. The top three in the East are mountains. Yes. But I just think Giannis, he's actually done a much better job being able to stretch the floor. He's developed a jumper if you lay off of him. Yeah. Drew Holiday was a massive upgrade for the Bucks. He's going to help them tremendously in this series, both offensively and defensively. And their midseason pickup of P.J. Tucker, yeah. a defender and another guy who catches kickout passes and just hits threes from the corner. They have quite a few guys who can extend. And honestly, I think this is the year where we let them give Chris Middleton the ball a little bit more. He, he was monstrous at the beginning of the season. Then they let Giannis kind of take over. I think Chris Middleton does well. I, again, I think Miami was a little bit of a fluke. They're a hardworking team. I don't think they could recreate the magic. Um, I, I've got Milwaukee in five. I, I think I think it'll only take five. It seems like every year there's a there's that series that goes seven, and for me it's this one. I I think Mil I think Milwaukee is very talented, but I just think Miami is just hard nosed, rugged. Um, they have the three point ability that. Milwaukee has but not to the extent that other teams do I think that's one thing they really lack as far as just being really good at um I don't know I like Milwaukee but in seven I think I think the Heat give them every bit of what they want and need I don't like it we'll save uh we'll save your favorite for last let's go three six here Denver is hosting Portland okay Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum finished the year, I believe, winning 12 of their last 15 games, which is the best in the league. They were on fire. Yes. They were on fire. They basically told LeBron to F off. We're not letting you get back in. You're playing the play. <laughs> um, they put I, the pedal to the this metal. One guy, this one guy went public on Twitter and told Damian Lillard he had, like, a massive bet for them to win, like, 40-some games. He totally put his said, house say up. no more. Yeah. He said, say no more, and they won, like, 12 out of 15. Like, it was crazy. He said that he said the Blazers had to win 42 games where he was going to lose his house, meaning he bet it's his home. like they had to win 10 <laughs> of the, their, it went, they had to win 10 of their last 16. James yeah. said, say no more, got hurt, came back, and they won 12 of their last 15. What a, what a yeah. guy. After it was at, that night, after the game, Dame tweeted at the guy, show me the winning ticket. So who knows how much wow. the dude actually put up if he was serious or not. But um, spoiler alert, Portland's taking this series over Denver. Denver's going to miss Jamal Murray huge. Here too. I like this. And what's crazy is if, if we do have the Lakers at seven and Portland at six, I think we could see two upsets in the first round. Denver, no Jamal Murray. Um, I don't think Michael Porter Jr. is that guy yet. And Jokic, you know, Portland's got some 
pretty b good bigs that are decent that could give them trouble that don't need to use their effort on the scoring and they can focus solely on defense. Um, and when I believe the story of this series is going to be, we're going to look at uh, the Nuggets team when Jokic is on the floor versus when he is off. And when he is off the floor, I think Portland just takes it to him. Um, I like this to be a long series, six, seven games. But um, I expect to see a couple of game time moments in, in this series. I also really like this series because Carmelo Anthony is playing the Nuggets. Well, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, in the playoffs. I think it's I think it's an underrated story nobody's really talking about. I think that's really cool. But it's going to be game time, C.J. McCollum. And there's just – Jamal Murray isn't there to score 30 or 40 like he was last year when they were struggling against Utah. Portland has two guys in the back in the backcourt. Who's taking those on? I don't have an answer. I'm taking Portland. I like Portland. Yeah, said as well. We got Chris, Paul, Carmelo Anthony, and LeBron all in the playoffs right now. What is happening? Right. It's 2006. Right. Where's Dwayne Wade? Where's Chris Bosh? <laughs> um, oh, last series here, and we'll wrap her up. Clippers, four seed. Dallas Mavericks, five seed. I know where you're going. What do you uh, mean? I'm just interested to hear how. Let's hear it. Mavs in four. They're the better. <laughs> you know, just, um, honestly, guys, take integrity here. I'm, there's not a series I'm not taking the Mavericks. But with that being said, <laughs> I, think, I think these guys had an interesting rivalry that blossomed last year in the playoffs. And... You know, what were people saying? Luka hits a massive dagger against the Clippers. The series is going good. Chris Stapps, Porzingis for nothing, gets chucked out of the game. Then he was having a monster series, then gets hurt, misses the rest of the series, and it's close games. The Clippers this year statistically have been the worst team late in games. And as much as they preach on their defense, the Mavericks are one of the top offensive teams in the league. I believe. Is uh, Luca's going to play well? I think Chris Stapps will play good. Tim Hardaway Jr. is is the key here for the Mavericks. If he plays well, if he gives them twenty points a game, which he can do, I like Dallas to win this series. But if everyone's fully healthy, this series has six to seven games written all over it. Everyone thinks the Clippers should be higher than four, and I believe most people, at least the way they talk to me, whether it's just like getting at me about Luka, I believe most people think Dallas isn't as good as a five, and they think this is a mismatch. This game is much closer than you think, and I will be watching very closely in hopes that Luka can win his first playoff series. I like the Mavericks here. Clippers are no team that you want to be playing, though. I agree the Clippers should be higher. They purposely tanked to avoid the Lakers these last two uh, games. They lost to two yeah. of the three worst teams in the entire league. Couldn't have made it more obvious. Yes, they purposely tried to avoid the Lakers. But I disagree. I think the Mavericks are a five seed. I think that um, I think that the friend of the show, Luka Doncic, was listening to the pod earlier in the year when he heard me smack talk him. He said I, he, was, I, he heard me say that he's Russell Westbrook with a jumper. And uh, he heard that and he turned it on from that day forward. And he's been a dog and uh, they're not going to win this series, but it's going to be probably. 
hurt. I think it's probably the most fun series to watch because I, I this one's going seven too. I'm I'm almost positive Bucks Heat's going seven. I'm almost positive this one's going. You know, <clears throat> Luca, Luca knows that I just recently bought a house and I'll be moved in in the next two weeks. And he's gonna give me a little present, you know, a little housewarming gift, a little victory over the Clippers. We're going to the second round, so I'm excited. I know he's excited. I know y'all are excited because. I'll be giving you guys the business on the Facebook page. Give it back if you want to, but you know between or, oh. between Rick Carlisle and Ty Lue, this is two championship coaches. This is going to be a great series. Absolutely. And I never thought I'd say this, but Dallas has the best player on the on the floor. He's better than Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. And uh, two years ago, I wouldn't have said that. Last year, I wouldn't have said that. But it's true. I mean, Luca's better than Kawhi. So. Um, Clippers answer when Dirk Nowitzki checks in the game, comes out of retirement, boom, comes in the low post. Do they have anybody who can stop Dirk in the low post? Oh my gosh! I, I so. can't wait to you. I can't wait to you. Well, that wraps we'll up see, the first round. We'll see we'll... if uh, playoff playoff P shows up or not because yeah. he has not really been too good in the playoffs. So he hasn't been good the last couple seasons. Yeah. Average play. We're getting average he, play out of Paul he, George. He is lightning in a bottle is what he is. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. At this point, I would say Jason Tatum is the new Paul George. Or, like, you know, they were in the same, same spot. You know, a couple. Well, but what I'm saying is you take four four, four or five years ago when he was at Indiana and Paul George is the next oh. big guy coming up. Similar size, similar build, similar kind of play style. I like Tatum myself is a little bit more, but. I just think they're a similar comp, but we'll see. It's always yeah. fun. Playoffs start officially tonight because the play-in tournament does count. Yep. I'm excited. Yeah, well, uh, we just wrapped up pretty much the entire first round, but we'll probably be back to talk about uh, what we've seen so far on Tuesday. Obviously, we got play-in matchups that will be finalized by then, so we'll have um, locked in one versus eight and two versus seven seeds. We'll be able to talk more about um, though I have a feeling I predicted them all right. Brad probably missed one game because I don't think the Spurs are winning. But, <laughs> but other, than, other than that, we will uh, we'll be back. I hope you guys enjoyed the NBA talk, and uh, good luck to your favorite team. Unless they're not in, they suck like the Pistons. Ouch. <laughs> all right. Take we it are, easy, guys. We're out. See ya.